Welcome to the Know, Like, Trust podcast for real estate professionals. In this podcast, you'll discover what it takes to establish know, like, and trust, and connect with the right people for success in real estate. If you're a marketing strategist, real estate agent, or another professional in the real estate space, and you're interested in building a referral-based business, you're in the right place. Here are your hosts, Betty Russo and Christine George. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the No Leg Trust podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Christine George. And I'm Betty Russo. And guess what? Today, I'm interviewing one of our very own, Christine George. Oh, my God. I'm so excited about this. This is a long time coming. I've wanted to interview you for a while. Um, First of all, I feel like it's so important for all of our listeners to know us, to know who we are. But we have a special twist today. We're not only going to learn a little bit more about Christine and what she does, but we are going to talk about um, business planning. So Christine recently launched her new company with her business partner, Carrie Edwards. It's called Post and Beam Creative. And they are today's marketing solution for real estate agents. I love it. But they are so much more than that. And we'll we'll touch on that a little bit. But Christine recently just hosted uh, a business planning webinar. And I think it was a hit. Your, your business planning model is a little bit different, as we were talking about uh, earlier. I... I just find that you are coaching your your followers to take a look within and see who they are as a person before even digging into the numbers, which I absolutely love. So I'm really excited, uh, Christine. Yay! Hey, Thank hey. you. How does it feel to be a guest Super on your own excited. podcast? <laughs> I know. Well, I'm I'm also just really excited to be with you because we have not been together for, I think, a, at least a month. Yeah. At, at least a month between your vacation. And then we had some, my my husband had surgery. He'd hate if I, if he knew I was saying that on the podcast, but he's fine. All is fine. But I was in the hospital a couple of weeks ago when you were um, interviewing Will. And so I'm really excited to be back with my bud, with my friend, with my co-host and talking about business planning, because it is something that is really near and dear to my heart. It It is something that I have been doing my entire career. And it's funny that I, I, you know, I only recently, like in the last probably three or four years, realized how valuable it was to the real estate space. Um, I just kind of did it with some agents and, and I know I'm getting off script here, Um and 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 realized in the beginning of doing that, like how how many agents just don't do it. And so it has kind of become my little signature thing in the fall. Um, and so I'm excited to to chat about it. Yeah, well, so you're taking away some of my talking points, which is so great because that just shows, you know, how in sync we are about this topic. I, for one, never enjoyed business planning until recently. I'm really now starting to dig in. Um, so I love what you're teaching. Um, it really adds value to what I'm doing. Um, and I think a lot of people will like it too, because it is somewhat different. So before we start talking about that, Christine, though, 
Give us your best Post and Beam 30-second elevator pitch. Tell everyone what Post and Beam is all about, this story behind this new creation of yours. Yeah, so I am. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited about Post and Beam. Um, Essentially, we are real estate's marketing and design solution. And what that means is that we provide um, design uh, talent and design services to real estate teams and brokerages. Um, And then we also provide marketing strategy to real estate agents, teams and brokerages. Um, we we do the design work through our design team headed up by Carrie Edwards, my business partner, who is an unbelievable talent, unbelievably talented designer. Um, and then the marketing strategy piece is is kind of my wheelhouse where um, I provide strategy like, you know, business planning, marketing planning, um, tools to help agents promote their businesses. Um all through our online uh, members-only resource called Raise You, which is essentially our university. So marketing strategy, design services, um, and that is Post and Beam. And we love working in the real estate space. So that's essentially who we are. So excited to be on my own as a business owner. It's exciting. Yes. So you really took a nice leap of faith by leaving your (laughs) past position you were working for a real estate company in a similar um a similar role except now you're doing it on your own yeah and let me tell you i got the entrepreneurial bug when i came to work for real estate i mean my background is completely corporate america consumer products goods you know i grew up under you know learning you know big company discipline big company um systems, operations, things like that. When I came into the real estate space, it is nothing like any other industry out there. And I honestly fell in love with the agents and brokers because they, you are essentially running your own business. I like to say like, you're the chief cook and bottle washer, you know, you're doing everything. Um, and you have to, it's not easy work. Anybody who comes, I love it when people come into the real estate space and think it's like, you know, you can make easy money. You can't. It's hard. You love that. It's, <laughs> oh, it's hustle. It's grit. It's smarts. It's, um, it's just, it's so, you know, it takes commitment and grit. And, uh, and it's also, it can be re- very rewarding. And I've seen so many amazing people in my, 16 years in this business. And so I said, I think it's time for me to take that leap and take a risk. And so here we are. And that leads me into why business planning is so important, Christine. Why do you think it's so important? I mean, you you touched on a few things, you know, people hop into this field thinking things are so easy, but it's really not that easy. The business is not just going to land in your lap. You have to go out and get it. But I mean, I'm recently learning that it's essential to have a business plan in place so that you can go out and do everything that you need to do. There's just so much going on in this business and so many things coming at you and so many things to learn and how do you do it all? So what are your thoughts on that, on on having a good business plan in place? Well, I think it's super important. And here's what I'll tell you. Uh, in my personal experience, agents who put a business plan in place and then execute on it, 
they grow their business 25 to 50% transaction wise. I mean, that is wow. huge, huge growth, right? And it's exactly what you're talking about, Betty, which is you're at, you, when you put a business plan in place, you actually know what you're going to do and how you're going to actually go out there and get the business. And when you do that, the business comes. Um, so I think it's really, really important if you want to grow, if you want to have a long-term sustainable business, you absolutely have to plan year over year over year. Uh, the unfortunate reality is that most agents don't do a business plan every right. year. They don't set goals. Yeah. Right. Because eh, we're salespeople. It's I mean, I've been guilty of that. I have been in the past. Right. Absolutely. It's not fun. It's not fun. You know, it's, it's, it's like, you got to get down and you, and you have to really, you have to reflect on what you've done, how far you've come, where you want to go. Like it's a whole process. Um, it can be fun though. It can okay. really be fun when you start to understand the story of your business. Um, and also it really helps you when you're out with clients or prospective clients to be able to speak so much more fluently, eloquently, articulately um, to people about your business when you actually know what you're doing. Um, we just don't slow down long enough to just re to yes. reflect on where we've been. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's a it's a really cool thing. Um, and like I said, if you want to have a long term sustainable business that is growing, you absolutely have to invest your time in a business plan. And this, you know, the fall, October, November, um, this is the time when uh, most agents will, you know, sit down, roll up their sleeves and do it. So, so that's, that's my story about the why, you know, yeah. it's really, it's, it's so that you can grow and grow um, in a way that you want to grow. Here's the other thing I'll tell you is I kind of think it's like, um, it's like if you want to go to Disney World, right? I've been saying this a lot lately. Let's say, you know, our goal as a family this year is we want to go to Disney World. Well, you you can put that goal up on a wall, but it's never going to happen unless you put a plan in place to get there. Like you have to know, are you going to drive? Are you going to fly? Are you going to take the train? Where are you going to stay? Like you would never say you want to go to Disneyland and then not think about how you're actually going to get there. So your business plan is the exact same thing. You know, you want to do 20 transactions next year. Great. You need a plan to get there. Are you often looking for a trusted real estate agent out of your area to refer your clients? Someone that will treat your clients with the same level of service and integrity that you would? Perhaps you're an agent ready for a change or a new agent looking to join a brokerage that offers top-of-the-line technology and a great support system to help you grow your business. One of the things I love about this podcast is connecting with like-minded people in the real estate space and entrepreneurs who love what they do and run their businesses from a place of authenticity with a no like and trust mentality. If this sounds like you and you're interested in being part of my referral network of trusted agents across the country, or if you'd like to learn more about my brokerage, let's connect. You can email me at bettyrussohomes at gmail.com. That's B-E-T-T-I-R-U-S-S-O-H-O-M-E at gmail.com.
you know, one of the things that you said, and I just want to quickly touch on, it's going to lead us into the next topic is you talked about how people don't really take enough time to sit back and reflect. And we've been talking about that a lot recently, um, how, you know, sometimes you just need a timeout even to just sit back and look within and see who you are and see what you want out of life. And, you know, what are your goals? Um, and, and we're just always on such a crazy roller coaster all the time. And, and, and that's why people don't, I mean, like, we don't even think about it. We don't have time to think about, let's just sit down and relax and, and think about what we want out of life, you know? And that's so important. And that's why I love the workbook that you created that goes hand in hand with your business planning. I mean, you start with, Figuring not only figuring out who your ideal client is, but who are you as a realtor, as a person? What are your strengths and weaknesses? Why do you feel um, that it's important to figure out who your ideal client is? Why do you feel that it's important to know, you know, what you're good at, what you are not good at? Like, and how does this all incorporate into your business plan? Yeah, it's a great question. So, you know, I kind of look at the business plan in like three buckets. It, you know, you're, the first bucket is just what you're saying. It's like understanding who your market is, who your audience is, um, understanding your strengths, what your opportunities are. That's sort of, you know, that's the reflective piece, right? Like that's the grounding foundational piece of your plan. The next piece is your numbers. And I, I know we're going to talk about that a little bit. So that's a really important piece. And then the last piece is, okay, what is what are the activities, the tactics you're going to put in play to actually reach your goals? So when we talk about sort of this upfront piece, it's really the foundational piece of your plan. So you want to make sure you're clear as to what your niche is, you know, who are you actually serving? Um, you know, and, and to be honest, you know, Deborah Traprin said it a couple of weeks ago when I was on the Woman Up Wisdom Series um, live cast. She said, you know, your niche is really who you hang out with and what you do every day. Right. So and it completely makes sense. I mean, for you and I, Betty, you know, we are, you know, not we're not millennials. Right. We're Gen Xers. Right. So chances are our niche is going to be people who are looking to think about downsizing, right? They're, we're buying a second home. Um, they're not, we're not probably not looking at first time home buyers necessarily, you know, the millennials. Um, that's not to say you won't service those clients. Mm -hmm. Um, you will, and you do, but you can't be all things to all people. And so it's really important when you put your activities in play that you're focused towards a certain audience the others will come in. They'll come in because you're going to get referrals. You know, they the, you're going to work 50 miles outside of your market because you have a really good friend or family member who wants you and only you to list their home. But, you know, in order to stay focused and go where you want to go, you want to really focus your activities around your niche, which, which is mostly, usually, you know, who you are, what you're involved in, who you hang out with, and what you do every day. So that's the first piece. Um, 
The second piece is the SWOT analysis, which is my one of my favorite pieces. Um, SWOT is strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And I'm not going to go into this whole thing, except to say that one of my biggest tips as it relates to doing a SWOT analysis is to really understand what you're good at and put things in place that are going to help you get even better at what you're good at. So why um, a lot of us, I think, sort of tend to say, oh, I'm not really good at the numbers. I got to get better at the numbers. And so you invest this time and resources in getting better at the numbers. And honestly, like A, you hate it. And B, you're never going to be that great at the numbers. Let's just face it, right? So focus on what's already a strength and making it even better. Let the other stuff, let somebody else do the other stuff. And that's a really important part of this process is understanding what you don't love to do, what you're not great at, and delegating that out to the people who that is their strength. So, so that is, that's really important. The the last piece I'll say about this is, um, you know, we are in the real estate space. We could be working nine to five, not nine to five, 24 seven, right? 24 seven. We could be if we wanted to be, um, because that is the kind of business that we're in. And that just throws us completely off kilter. So I am a big believer that when you're putting your business plan in place, don't forget your personal growth plan. Yes. Because, right? Because that is going to ensure that you time block, that you create boundaries, um, and that you are also focused on reaching your own personal goals. So that helps to bring the balance in when you are also... um, you know, putting your personal goals in place together with your business goals. We're not two different people, right? We're one person and these things are integrated. And so we have to um, behave just like that, you know, as an integrated whole person. That makes so much sense. I mean, and not until recently have I seen personal goals be brought into a business planning, you know, activity, because it's, it's usually all about business, 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 but I, I love how you're incorporating, you know, creating your own goals in order to be able to create those boundaries. You can't think of your life as just, you know, I'm a realtor, like, obviously we are a realtor and becoming a realtor, it gets ingrained into who we are as a person. And that's wonderful. But there's more to us than that. Mm-hmm. So I, mm-hmm. I agree. This is such an important part of the process. So, yeah. And I love how you explain it. Um, and, and this is part of the fun part, too, I think, yes. anyway. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I love how you make it fun. So let's talk money. We touched on the fact that real estate doesn't fall in your lap, like like some people think, um, that, that you have to go out and get it. For new agents, it could be a little daunting because there are certain things that we do um, to attract business that are costly, can cost us some money, and maybe that's you know not not in the in the budget right now. What activities do you suggest for for any agent actually, but that new agents can really grasp onto to start generating some income uh, without yeah, having those question. crazy big marketing expenses? Yes, great, great question. So one of the questions that I get asked often is um, how much 
should I marketing dollars? How many marketing dollars should I be investing in my business? And as a marketer, you might think that I would say, oh, you know, you you need to spend, you know, $10,000 on, you know, advertising, you know, and, and that's actually not the case. Um, as a benchmark, you know, if you want to benchmark, if, you know, some people are all about the numbers, right? You need a benchmark. A benchmark um, would be 5 to 10% of your gross commission income. But I say, you know, take that with a grain of salt, right? Like if you're a huge agent or if you are a team leader with a very large team, well, then it makes sense to go and look at 5 to 10% of your gross commission income because, you know, you've got a team that you need to support, right? Or you've got a larger business that you need to support. You need to bring in an administrator or, you know, a social media marketer, whoever it might be. However, if you're an individual agent, and especially if you're an agent who's been in the business three, you know, three or fewer years, I say don't spend any money. Don't spend any money. You want to invest your time and your resources in nurturing those relationships, building new relationships and nurturing the relationships that you already have. Um, And, you know, you and I know this better than anybody, you know. The biggest, most um, effective investment you can make is building trust, earning trust and likability from people so that they will either work with you or refer you. And there's so many ways to do that. You know, Brian Buffini's, you know, traditional ways of writing personal notes and making calls and um, um um, drop buys, pop buys, as he calls them. Those are all wonderful things. We also have this amazing thing called social media. Yeah. Right? <laughs> all of these socials, like I say to people, because they get intimidated, right? Like, I don't want to do video. I don't know how to make a reel, like whatever it might be. Forget about all that stuff. Forget about all that stuff. Spend 50% of your time engaging in conversation on social media. It is a social jungle. It's (laughs) It's a jungle, right? It's like a cocktail party. So it is an opportunity to network and build relationships. Follow people you find interesting and engage with them. You know, Um, that is like, by and large, the best way to build your business. And always, always, always scrub your database. Make sure you are thinking of anybody and everybody who you interact with and putting them in your database so that you can talk to them and then talk to them. And here's the other thing I'll say, Betty, you don't have to talk about real estate. Mm -hmm. You don't have to go on and like give tips. Yes, that's great. And you should do that. But if you're new and you don't have the confidence to go out there and, and talk real estate, just go out there and talk you, you be you, you know, just get to know people, allow them to get to know you that's how you're going to earn the trust. And that little piece of trust is going to make them um, more apt to listen to you when you do go out there and put a video about real estate, when you do put a listing up on your social media, you know, when you have people's trust, when they like you and they can relate to you, they're definitely going to be willing to listen to you. And if they listen to you, then they might even mm-hmm. refer you some business. So, you know, it's, a few things about that, if I can 
if I can put my two cents in, um, when it comes to your database, and I know this because just recently I've really started dissecting my database and reaching out to people that I haven't talked to in a long time. And you would be surprised. I was surprised. I got replies from people and responses and we have had conversations that I was like, oh my God, I can't even believe like this person is happy to hear from me. Like we haven't talked in years and they're like, oh my gosh, this is great. They love it. You know, so you would be surprised the number of people that you know that you haven't spoken to in a long time that are fond of you, that like you, that enjoy you and want to talk to you. You know, I mean, everybody goes on about their own lives. People are busy, but that doesn't mean they don't know you anymore. They know you, Mm -hmm. they see you. um, And it's so, you know, not even uh, in regard to, you know, business planning, but just in general, like reconnecting with those people. It's such a great feeling. It really, really is. And And, 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 um, um, they're always going to ask you, how's the market? Yeah. How's the market? Yeah. So we will always come back to real estate because everybody wants to know, Oh, how much is my house worth? You know? Oh, Hey Betty, my neighbor sold their house for, you know, X. And do you think I could get that much? You know, it's always comes back to real estate. Always, always, always. yeah. Yeah. So for those agents that have been in the business a little bit longer and they're ready to put, you know, some money behind their marketing, what what type of activities do you recommend there? Yeah, so I think it always depends on what your goals are, right? So first and foremost, you you've got to build those relationships and maintain those relationships. So put the systems in place. Yes. That are going to allow you to do that efficiently. That's really important. And sometimes that means hiring somebody, you know, I mean, your marketing investment may be bringing somebody on to help you take some of the, the stuff off of your plate so you can go out there and make rain, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because that's what you're good at. So, so that might be, you know, one, you know, tactic. Another tactic might be, And this is completely on the opposite side. You know, what if you are, you want to farm a certain neighborhood? Well, that is a completely set of different tactics. You know, that might be a consistent monthly direct mail campaign. You know, that might be uh, a postcard campaign. You know, it really varies based on what your goals are. But I would always start with your database. Always start with your database. And if you find that you are not keeping in touch with your database because you are so busy, then it might be time to A, put some systems in place, which might be some, you know, investing in software, a great CRM, something like that. Um, You know, it might be um, that you're spending way too much time on Canva um, doing your listing collateral. And, you know, maybe that's where you bring Post and Beam Creative in to do your listing collateral for you. Uh, Or maybe it means bringing an administrative assistant on, even if it's 20 hours a week, to take some of that off of your plate. Uh, Start always, always, always start with your database and making sure that you are touching base and that you have the systems in place to, to, to service those. Because ultimately, that is where your business is going to come from. 
Hey everyone, Christine here. Are you spending lots of time behind a screen creating listing and marketing collateral when you could be out meeting with clients? Introducing Posted Meme Creative. We're a marketing services company that removes the burden of sitting behind a screen and saves you time so you can focus on building your business. We know sitting behind a screen creating collateral isn't making you money. We also understand that you may not be ready to hire someone to do the things you know need to be done. And that's where we come in. Posted Meme Creative produces gorgeous, custom design collateral for every single listing. And we provide an online community with marketing tools, education from experts across our industry, and a playground of pros like you. Embrace the work you love and empower yourself by delegating what you don't love. Let Post and Beam help you. Visit postandbeamcreative.com for more information and to schedule a one-on-one meeting with me. So you're all about no like, and trust. Surprise, surprise. And adding leverage, <laughs> adding, adding leverage to your business. And there's more than one way to do that by using systems and definitely uh, adding on people to help as need be. I love it. I love it. All of those things make such a huge difference. Uh, yeah. it, it's it's life-changing, honestly. Yes. So tell me about stop, start, and continue. I found that to be really interesting. Uh, I never thought about that. Um, Maybe I did consciously, but I love that you brought that to light. Yeah. So we do stop, start, continue um, as part of sort of the foundation of your plan. And that really is taking a look back at your last 12 months and looking at what worked and what didn't work. And so, you know, you want to look at the things that you did that really didn't get the return on investment. And those would be considered things you want to stop doing. Um, Then you want to look at the things that you did that actually did give you a good return. Um, And those would be things you want to continue to do. And then maybe there's an opportunity um, to go into a new market or there's an opportunity to, you know, uh, touch base with your sphere in a different way. Those might be things that, you know, you want to start to do. And a lot of that... um, comes it it comes to light after you've done the SWOT analysis, right? The strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats analysis, because then you realize, wow, you really see what your opportunities are. Um, and a lot of what you want to what you're gonna um, consider start doing actually comes from the opportunities that you find in doing that SWOT analysis. So it's a great exercise to you know, just get your brain thinking about what the tactics and the activities are going to be um, in your plan. Awesome. Awesome. All right, let's talk numbers. Um, I've always hated that terminology, like real estate is a numbers game. I mean, it's so much more than that, but the numbers definitely, you know, play into the business planning. And for a good reason, I mean, once you put your goals down on paper and once you know what your, you know, marketing activities are going to be, um, I think it's so important to track what you're doing, not only your numbers, but everything that you're doing so that you can know that you're on the right path or, or you're not and how you need to tweak whatever you're doing and what you need to do. Um, what, what are your thoughts about tracking numbers? You know, what else do you recommend tracking? 
Yeah. Um, numbers play a really important part. Um, and I am not a numbers person. I, they don't, numbers don't come easy to me. Um, and you know, the longer I don't, you know, work with numbers, <laughs> I feel like the worst my, my brain is as it relates to numbers, but, um, here's what I will say. The numbers tell a story about your business. So when we um, when we do our business planning workshop, we look at um, your source of business, uh, want to know exactly where every transaction came from. You always want to aim for having 80% of your business come from your sphere of influence. Um, that will ensure that you are more like this instead of like this. Um, so source of business is important. You want to know... What you did in the last 12 months, how many transactions on the sell side, how many transactions on the uh, listing side, uh, what does that equate to in terms of volume? What was your average sale price? What was your average commission per transaction? Those are the things that you want to know so that you can understand what percent of business was list versus sell. Um, you know, who, where did that business come from? Um, let's say you're in um, in a service area where the median income or the median price point is a million five and you're coming in at 700,000. Well, gosh, you're in the market. So you're underperforming. Maybe there's an opportunity for you to go after business at a higher price point. It all depends on what your goals are. But all of these things tell a story about your business and help you to understand where you want to put your focus in the next year. So, you know, the next step really is what are your goals? What's your gross commission income goal? What does that mean in terms of transactions based on your average sale price? So, you know, really important to understand, okay, if I want to make $200,000 next year, let's say, I know I'm going to need 18 transactions to do so. And so what does that mean in terms of, you know, my activity? How do I actually go about getting those 18 transactions next year? So mm -hmm. it all like one piece lends, leads right into the next piece and helps you by the time you get to your activities, which is the last part of the process, you pretty much know exactly what you need to do and how you need to do it because you've done all the upfront work. So it's a pretty cool process. How do you recommend that people stay on track with following their plan throughout the year? That's that, always been the hard part for me. Yes. Phenomenal question. Um, so the very first thing that I always recommend, I think it's really important, is to find an accountability partner. Um, someone who is accountable and someone who is going to make you be accountable. And maybe you meet with that person on a monthly basis mm -hmm. and you keep each other accountable. Or did you do these things this month that you said you were going to do in order to get to your goal? Um, I would, and honestly, you and I are accountability partners, you know, yeah. and that is one of the most beautiful things about this podcast is you know, we keep each other accountable to getting the things done that need to get done to produce this show. Absolutely. Um, it's no different, right? It's, and you've got to find somebody you trust um, and somebody who, you know, is not afraid to tell you, 
Hey, you didn't pull your weight this month. You know, you, you have definitely got to do these things. Um, and you know, you don't want to waste somebody's time. They don't want to waste your time. So make sure that you're making the best of it. And then simply, you know, track as part of our um, business planning spreadsheet, um, there is a track your numbers uh, tab in that. And it's as easy as, you know, putting your closings in there every single month so that you can actually see on paper, where am I tracking versus my goals? So it's, you know, it's, it's a little bit of both. Um, but accountability is super important because this can be a really lonely, a lonely business, you know, when we're working by ourselves. It could be. Thank goodness, though. There's, uh, you know, a, a lot of opportunity to connect with some amazing people. Um, yes. And and doing a lot of these activities that you recommend really helps on that front. So yes. you mentioned the tab about, you know, clicking on it and being able to fill in your numbers. What I love about your business plan, one of the many things is that it's all there for you. All you really have to do in all of these things that we talked about is plug your information in. Um, yep. We're not reinventing the wheel. It's very spelled out and it's very easy to follow and it's very user-friendly. So that's incredible in itself. So yeah. kudos on that. I absolutely love it. So we're going to wrap up soon, but don't forget, you're a guest on our podcast today and I need to wrap up just like I do with any other guest, just like ah! we do with any other guest. <laughs> so you gave us a lot of information today. What three action items do you recommend for our listeners that they can implement right now to help with their business and their business planning? Well, first and foremost, do a business plan. If you want to grow your business, do a business plan every fall, October, November, December, get it done. Um, secondly, I would say, you know, find yourself an accountability partner, somebody who, you know, is willing to sit down with you and work on a plan, their plan while you're working on your plan, super helpful to do it with somebody else. Um, and then the third thing I would say is, you know, um, I, you know, I just lost my train of thought. The third thing I would say is, you know, if you're interested and you need some course materials, of course, we have them at Post and Beam. Um, and so, you know, we do have um, have them available and accessible to folks who are in our Raise You online members only resource. And so if you're interested in that, definitely let me know and you can have access to those. Awesome. So before I ask you the last question, I'm going to jump ahead to where can people find you besides here on the podcast and the website? Yeah. yeah. So uh, people can find me at um, Christine Carlo George is my handle on all the socials. Uh, and Post and Beam. Post and Beam is postandbeamcreative.com. Definitely check us out. See if we're a good fit for you. Um, and email is Christine at postandbeamcreative.com. And you have, uh, you're on IG also at Post and Beam, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Post and Beam Creative is on all the socials as well. All right. And so if people are interested in doing your business plan, what do they do? Yeah. yeah. So they can go to postandbeamcreative.com. 
they can go to the pricing page and we have, um, you know, a monthly um, membership program where you can have access to not only the business uh, planning course materials, but also all of our checklists and our guides and, um, you know, all of our bit, our planning tools and our marketing tools are, are available there too. All of our videos are archived there. Um, and and uh, we bring people in from around the country every single month to do webinars on marketing for real estate. So it's uh, it's chock full of great you know information if you're interested. Ooh, actually, we have a very nice conversation coming up. We do. On Post and we do. Yeah. So next week, Tuesday, um, Betty and I are actually doing a webinar on how to create a podcast. Woo-hoo. And uh, let me just tell you, we. <laughs> Oh my God, it's going to be so fun. So definitely we'll put the link in the show notes if you want to, you know, if you want to register, I highly recommend. We have an unbelievable e-guide, which is provides a step-by-step process on how to create a podcast. Uh, And we will be presenting, uh, essentially presenting that um, on our webinar next week. It's Tuesday the 15th at one o'clock Eastern uh, 10 o'clock Pacific. Um, again, we'll put we'll put the uh, link in the show notes and it'd be great if people want to awesome. register. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's free. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, Christine. So take us home. No like and trust. Oh is- my God. No like and trust <laughs> is the secret to building a successful real estate business. 150%. Right. Yes. Awesome. Thank you. This has been great. I always love talking to you, but talking to you like one-on-one about something that you're doing is, is just incredible. I love everything you're doing. You and Carrie, you have this down and I'm so excited for everything that you're bringing to the real estate community. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, you. my friends. For anyone who is listening, or I should say for everyone who is listening, watching, however you're taking this in, I hope you enjoyed our show today. Thank you for joining us. We look forward to coming to you again in a few weeks. Definitely, you know, hop on our show at Post and Beam. We would love to see you on how to create a podcast. And if you love our podcast, we'd love it if you'd give us a review. Thank you so much, and we'll see you soon. Ciao, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, we'd love it if you subscribe and leave a review. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, please reach out to Christine or Betty on social media for consideration. You can find them on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Please join us next time for another insightful conversation on incorporating know, like, and trust into your business.